Forget the final girl. It's all about our final episode. Episode 31 on October 31st, where you get to pick what film we're going to review. But we need you to get to it. Jump onto our website, potofthedam.com, and click the link that'll take you straight to the poll, and then you can make your vote. There are nine fantastic films to vote for. So do it, uh, because basically we need to watch the film and get it figured out. You have till the 28th on midnight. 28th of October at midnight is when the poll closes. And then you have to wait and see on Sunday what our final film will be. Enjoy the episode. This episode of Pot of the Jammed is rated S for spoilers. You've been warned. sleep in a house, in a bed, like a real human. You need to wake up and realize this is how it is out here now. Nobody's going to flip the switch back. Wake up today in hospital. Wake up and I'm, I'm hallucinating. I've got some bad news. They're infected. Infected! Leave now. More will be coming. They always do. Welcome back to Pod of the Damned. We are doing yet another episode about zombies. Very strange. I tried to do. I tried to try to do kind of a guttural, and it just sounded like I needed to clear my throat. Um, We're doing another episode um, on zombies because it's just the genre that just keeps on giving. Um, I'm Em. (laughs) I'm Dane, and I'm Shory. And for some reason, I did the uh, the shrug emoji when I introduced myself. I don't know why. It's like, eh, I guess I'm him. We're <laughs> still in lockdown. We're not able to actually see each other in our recordings yes. in the past. So God bless Zoom so we can at least see each other and and talk to each other. We can see each other uh, reclining on our beds or sitting outside. Oh, my God, it's so comfortable, so comfortable right now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's is, quite nice. Is Warrandyte Wilderness? What is compared to where enough. we live? Yeah. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a spot in my on my balcony that looks like that in the background. It looks very beautiful. It looks like there's raptors in the trees behind me. Oh yeah, sure, he's absolutely in Jurassic Park. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you could be. Yeah, Yeah, you could be. You definitely could be. Clever girl. Um, so we are yeah jumping into zombies again. Yesterday's episode. Not deliberately, but it ended up being sort of a, a light zombie Absolutely. film. So and we, like, what I love quite, about this. Quite funny, quite light, light films. And whereas we today's. We didn't plan that either. No, we didn't. Like, no, not at all. This is one where we really, in that this last half, I know we've touched on it before, but we've really kind of gone, everyone chuck your film. Em's got her list and it's gone. Everyone chuck your films at, at me. We put them all together and it's kind of worked into this really interesting vibe. Mm. And with zombies especially, it's so diverse. Mm. The film films are so diverse. Exactly, absolutely. Oh, for sure. Um, and so this time around we are jumping into some of the more serious um, 
and well, something that we talked about yesterday. The the more I guess hopeless feeling. Yeah, bleak. Yes. Yeah, bleak. That's it. That's the mm. word. Um, which is which is quite a common a common theme um, in zombie movies um, to, for them to have quite a, a sort of bleak tone, which we talked about that being difficult to sustain in a television series yesterday. I think for a film can work really well. Um, mm-hmm. I think in a film, that kind of bleak tone, a film is just long enough that you can, you can, you can yeah. ride that out. Um, but yes, anyway, I, I keep going to say something that I'm like, no, yep, let's just talk about that. Let's, it it. <laughs> so, right. let's start now. I can't remember whose was this I first pick. We're starting off this with my you. pick. Okay. Uh, this is one of one of another one of my favorite zombie films. I picked 28 Days Later. Mm-hmm. And and the reason why I love this film so much, two things is I just remember looking at, you know, the iconic way in which they film London dead, like empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the work that they did for the cinematography, I think it really blows me away. But also this is the first film where I really saw the zombie horde as fast. They were mm. fast and rabid. And I, I, I really think do you, want, do you want me to do the IMDb a, before we get too oh, deep? Oh, yeah, yes. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Oh, God. We've only done 20-something episodes. Dean, you've ruined it. <laughs> I've ruined so, it for everyone. Four weeks after a mysterious incurable virus spreads throughout the UK, a handful of survivors try to find a sanctuary. Hmm. And, and literally, yeah, all right. There we hmm. go. And, and the way we're introduced to it all is through the perspective of a character that was – you know, hit, we, we find out through the course of the movie they were hit in a hit-and-run situation. They wake up from a coma and this is what the world is like. Mm. And so they have yep. literally no idea what's going on. Which and, I love and, as an opening to a zombie film. I love oh, I love the so idea good. of, you know, I mean, talk about like... So know, good The creating, Walking Dead stole it. Mm, we'll talk about creating like a central <laughs> character that you can align yourself with because they put him in a situation where... He is totally bamboozled. He doesn't know what's going on. And as a viewer, you're, you're feeling exactly the same. So it's the perfect way to get to know this world and navigate your way through it, um, through this character who who doesn't know what's going on. Um, and I will just say, Dean, this is also one of my favourite zombie movies. And I think really, yeah, I think it's partly because um, I think it's partly because this it's apparently technically a horror slash sci-fi. And for those who don't know, I my first love is sci-fi. Um, love horror, but absolutely adore sci-fi. And this definitely has that, that tone to it. Um, and I love that this film is, I actually really enjoy how bleak this film is. And that's it's like, one of the it's, things that I love about it And it's very British. It like, it's gritty yeah. and British and bleak. And it's about yeah. the characters and their relationships and I like that, and 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 yes. Yet at the same time, you've got these zombies who, and for me, it was also the first time I saw fast moving zombies like that. And I was like, yeah. "Whoa, this is a fucking game changer!" Like, yeah, this is- <laughs> it is, yeah, hundred percent. Well, well I mean, it's technically, the- it's not the dead coming back to life, though. Technically, it's a rage virus. So it's yes, it's like I mean, it's probably. It is. They are zombies, but I guess technically they're not as well. Well, and this is where you get into those uh, like people, look, like mean, maybe yourself and Elroy, who is massively. And I know there's lots of people hmm. that are going to be like, these aren't technically zombies, and I get well, it. Well, the same. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not said, saying they are or they aren't. I'm not. The I'm not, same can be said for the, final, the final film we're talking about as well. Like, if we want to be really specific in that way, this but is true. It's absolutely zombies. So you all can. Anyone well, who I disagrees think- with me. No, I I agree with you, Dean, because my my take is that, and I think, look, especially like my 
my research background is fans and fan studies, right? And I think fans have this tendency like to ceil- get- ceiling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> tendency Only? to get fixated on like a particular aspect of a genre or a movie, and they will die on that fucking hill. And it's yeah. like, guys, yeah. Yeah. things evolve, genres <laughs> evolve, stories evolve. And it's like, yes, I totally get it. Like, com- like when you compare it to the original idea of what a zombie was, technically th- these aren't zombies, but they are zombies. The idea of what yeah. a zombie is yeah. has evolved if, within the genre. If, exactly. if you want to get technical, we go back to. Uh, voodoo religion. I was just about to say, even <laughs> exactly. like zombies originally are something completely different anyway. So, because it, it's sort of like this, we're talking about zombies, like it kind of kicks me. I'm kicked myself the other day thinking I should have suggested The Serpent and the Rainbow, which is a Wes Craven movie about uh, voodoo zombies, uh, which is a very, very different take. But that's another story, anyway. Hey, well, maybe but, that'll be another podcast where we cover all the mm, movies that we missed from this. Exactly. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't each, got that kind of time. <laughs> do you know what? Yeah, we don't. We'd be just doing this podcast like I mean, every- I October for years. If we ever do this in an October again, it's one film an episode, like just for our sanity, not free. <laughs> I think we 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 aimed high, but mm. we can absolutely dial it back slightly. Yeah, one, maybe two, like because we just ain't nobody got time for that. Like we nope. don't even have time to be doing this and somehow we're doing it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how. Um, but yeah, I, I do love this film and I, I love that they're fast moving because um, anytime I watch zombie movies with slow zombies, I'm always the person watching it going, oh, how did you manage to get killed? They're so slow. Just let's just run away. Yeah, but then yeah. Elroy said to me, and this is, Shuri, something that you said in yesterday's episode, that with slow moving zombies, it's more about the horde yeah, than it is yeah. about how it's overwhelming fast or numbers. slow they Yeah, it's the fact that they're relentless. They just yeah. don't stop. But then that's what makes this film so fucked up because it's like yeah, yeah, they're yeah. fast and relentless. They're just like yeah. on you. Yep. Um, it's, and it's and- brilliant. Like the way in which it's it's just brilliant, the way in which they're portrayed and the way it's it's great. Yeah, and like the and and I do like that the you know the added sci-fi um, bent the fact that that people are experimenting on on chimps and infesting them with this rage virus, which gets out you know adds this layer of social commentary which is pretty um, typical of of sci-fi um, you know this idea that you know we're all like victims of of our own rage and 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 whatever um, so I kind of I like that angle. Um, but yeah, I just I again, this is one of those films I watch it and there's never a point that I this and this is a long film. It's almost 2 hours, but there's never a point that I feel You don't feel like it is though, do no, you? No. I never feel bored. I never feel like I'm like, "Oh, what's happening here?" Like it just keep it just keeps you engaged the whole time. And and I, I think part of that is because of the way in which the elements are all revealed. Like, yes, yeah. we have a character waking up in a hospital. So they're finding out things slowly, but when mm. they're not finding out things, yes, they're pivotal in other parts of the story, but they're finding them out along a journey. So we're finding it with them and not yeah, just through good, one, it, yeah. one exposition character, but by seeing yes. it and seeing it in another yeah. way, then seeing mm. it with a family, then seeing it on their journey. When they mm. finally get out of the city and going into the tunnel, would you go into a tunnel in a car? I would not do it. Like I was like, oh my God. When they're like, all right, these are our cast of characters. This is the road that they're on. This is what's going to happen. And then we've got to drive in and we've just got to make it work. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Holy crap. Worst decision ever. But I know, right? Also, like, hilarious scene. Um, and I, I actually, it it's part of what I love about this film is that at, in the first the first 
two acts, you get this lovely um, ebb and flow of the really downtimes and then those peaks, those moments where somehow as humans we find the capacity for joy and the, the yeah. ability to laugh and have fun even through trauma. So like hmm. when they're they're driving the, In the car shop? over the yeah. over the the other cars and they're all laughing and it's like this joy ride. And then in the shop, I was saying to Von Elroy last night, I feel like not all, but I think a, a very large proportion of zombie films have a food scene where mm. the people in the post-apocalyptic yeah. world find this huge stash of food for the first time. And it really says something about what it means to be human, that watching that you're like, oh, food. Yeah. You're, you're so excited for them. You're just like, yes, eat all the food. And then so much joy about the food. And then you have. You know, the thing that drives me crazy, though, is I just kept thinking, the guy focuses on expensive alcohol and I'm like, one, mm-hmm. while alcohol is nice, water would be better. But also it, you'd buy, get the cheap alcohol so that you could let, let set fire to it with rags and throw it at them. You know what I mean? Like, or use it to sterilise. That's what I said to Elroy. I was like, I'd be I was torn like, between drinking thinking. the alcohol and using it to sterilise. Typical fucking Elroy. He was like, well, actually, <laughs> he was like, most <laughs> alcohol doesn't have, it isn't strong enough to sterilise this out of the other. Unless really? it's, it's Yeah, unless it's maybe a certain type of vodka or maybe gin. He said, but nearly everything else there's just there's there's it, there's no point, and I'm like, you are fucking prepared. This is so okay. Maybe like, can I have Elroy's address in case there's an apocalypse? I'm yeah, no, saying, absolutely. Yeah, it'll absolutely. be arranged. Which one of you gets the Elroy first? No, I. It's yeah. He he is prepared. Um, so, so the first time I saw this movie, when back when I was a uh, a younger single man, for about four years on my birthday, I would go to the movies by myself because I worked shift work, so no one else was awake or. Oh, they were in bed, you know, at their day jobs. Um, so on my birthday, I went and saw this in a at the cinema, and I was the only person in the actual movie wow. theater. Wow! Oh my so god! So it added this level of holy shit. It, you know, it could be the zombie apocalypse because there's no one else in here. Like it, it just That's added cool. this extra level to it. It was really cool. And um, That's very that cool. was that was one of those things where I always thought if I was going, if I was in a zombie apocalypse, a movie theater would be a fun place to be in as well. Because, be. you know, if you lock it all down and everything, it'd be, you know, you can put movies on, you've got popcorn for days, you'd be right. <laughs> I feel like living in, in a... I, I don't mean, know. I, I, I feel like living in a shopping mall would be fun, but after... You need to I watch may, Dawn of the Dead. I was about to say, I may not have seen the movie, <laughs> but I know, like, it's so iconic, I know enough about yeah. it to know that it's set in the shopping mall. So I'm like, mm, maybe a shopping mall wouldn't be the best place. It actually I haven't watched No, it is the best place. It's it just humans who fuck it up again, as always. Well, okay. and a shopping mall, there's always lots of people there. So naturally mm. you'd be like, I'm not going to a shopping mall after a zombie apocalypse. It's going to be full of, because I think the yeah. whole idea, Dean, is that that film is a metaphor for um, the mindlessness of consumerism. consumerism. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Which is why all the zombies are in a shopping mall. But yep. anyway, we digress. Anyway. Um, this film, I have to also say, um, so we watched this last night and Vaughn, it was Vaughn's first time watching this film. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Um, and she really loved it. And But it was interesting because both Vaughn and I afterwards were commenting on how, sadly, the, the circumstance they find themselves in at the end with the military guys yeah. is, is, as a woman, it's, that would be mm-hmm. one of the, the, my top fears in an apocalyptic oh, sure. world is men. 
It's just yeah. men um, yep. going rogue like that. And it's, and I do, oh, it's so cathartic. The end of this film is so cathartic. The way um, Jim, James, I've forgotten mm, his name, Jim. but he manages to come back and um, he. The amazing. thing about yeah. it all, like it's, it's also the fact that he hasn't had this ride that everyone else has had because he's yeah. been unconscious. He's been able to, he's processing of it all is different. Mm. And so he's able to get to a certain point where everyone else just isn't able to. The yeah. thing as well, yeah, it's 100% that where it's just like, oh, my God. Like, unfortunately, this is not the fantasy portion of it. You could absolutely see Fucking a group man, of soldiers yeah. or people in power oh, luring luring people to take the women and rape them. Like, yeah. And the way in which that's, that, that the them finding out them being led to it, like her drugging the other character to be like, you know, it'll make it hurt less, all of it. Like it's it's important and powerful and strong. Mm. And it's mm-hmm. such a, that that point in particular is so, oh, like heartbreaking and it really is. speaks to you when she's trying to give her the drugs and she's like, are you trying to kill me? And she's like, I'm trying to make you not care about mm. what's about to happen. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to kill you. And it's just like, and, oh. And the and thing then, of it. And then I love that the, the kid is just fucking stoned for the rest yeah. of the film and she's just like, I'm, I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, fucking hell. She's on and, her and head. The, and there's actually a point later where Jim finds them finally and for a second he turns around and he goes, is she stoned? And she's just yeah. like, don't worry about it. There's no, <laughs> there's there's no, no time. time. What I love as well is the fact that that's the point within the film you know, it, there's this way in which we can experience fear and horror in horror films that it's more about the adrenaline rush. And that's the moment that you, your your pulse as a viewer stops. Your, your pace stops and you really get to, you experience fear and anxiety and stress in a different way. Mm. And to be able to do that within these kind of films, to be able to paint it that way, that way mm. is really strong. It's the typical, you know, that's the real horror of the film. It's it's the it's people. always humans. It's, yeah, it's people it's, and and what they mm. the violence that they are willing to commit against one another, um, yeah. which is the real horror. But I will say one thing. I was just thinking before, um, and it hadn't occurred to me. Yes, this film feels very bleak, but it does end on a hopeful note. This film so does hopeful, actually yeah. end on a note where you think, oh, like you know, they escape, they find a little cottage in the country, and they make a. Um, there's there's obviously been planes flying overhead a couple of times, and they've realised this as they've made a big sign on the ground that says "hello" and get the attention of one of the planes. But also um, the fact that the zombie uh, the zombies or infected people can't move anymore because they're starved, so they're just yes, they're they're. Yep. Yeah, it's great. Exactly. I mean, never mind the fact that there is a second film, so things are not okay. But mm-hmm. um, oh, I haven't watched the second film. There's oh, you should. Film. Oh my god, twenty-eight weeks later. Yeah, oh, and there's also two. a twenty-eight so what, months later too. Can you is just there? tell me what? Like, touch on it. Hang on, we'll start with them. So, touch on the second film. Oh, it, it, it's been too long since I've seen it. All I know is shit's not actually okay. <laughs> and then. <laughs> yeah. And I'm you assuming know I haven't I'm seen the third one. Shit's probably Sorry, worse. Can you IMDb just right now? Let's just do it. I'm just curious. Okay. Because, 28 weeks later, yeah, six months after the rage virus was inflicted on the population of the of Great Britain, the US Army helps to secure a small area, area of London for the survivors to repopulate and start again, but not everything goes according to plan. Okay. And 28 weeks? No, that 28 is, months. That is 28 yeah. weeks. 28 hey, weeks. Jeremy, Jeremy Renner's in it. <laughs> 28 weeks is good. It's a good film. It's not okay. as good as the original, but I would recommend watching it. Okay. Oh, yeah. 28 Months Later is actually in production, at pre-production at the moment. Ooh. Wow. Okay, cool. Okay. I'll definitely and, check I mean, that out. Yeah. 
it's quite interesting. Okay, but yeah, if you take like, this yeah. film in and of itself, it is um, unexpectedly a hopeful ending for a zombie film. Absolutely. If you look at it in isolation, um, of course we can't because it's we know that there's a sequel. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, this is a great film. This is one of those. Absolutely. I think Definitely. a great zombie film. Yep, loved it. Cool. Yeah. All right. Now it's time so to dive into film number two. Which yes. Is Sure was my pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from 2012 called The Battery. Uh, and it's the personalities of two former baseball players clash as they traverse the rural back roads of a post-plague New England teaming with the undead. And that's yeah. not teaming T-E-A-M. It's yeah. T-E-A-M. They're, they're not they're on not, the same team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're not starting a baseball team of zombies, no. <laughs> now that's this a is a brilliant film. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, excuse me, this is fucking, this slaps. It's great. Like, I just oh, again finally, another, <laughs> but again another film where I watched it and not at any point did I feel like oh, what's happening. Like I was just enthralled the whole yeah. way through. This was such a fantastic film. Like again another fantastic example of zombie films that are not actually about zombies. It's about yep. these yeah. two characters and their dynamic. Oh man, I laughed. I despaired. I I I everythinged at this film. Like. It's it's one of my I think the first time I saw this like it's written and directed by the guy who plays Ben as well. So Is he the, the big shaggy yeah. caveman? The big guy. shaggy the guy, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guy so he wrote beard. and directed this film on a micro budget, and it's it's one of my favorite examples of you don't need millions of dollars to make a phenomenal film. Absolutely. This movie is Agreed. perfect. It is so it's damn so good, good, and yeah, it's I think it's more like I'm not you know not taking any from any other zombie films. I think it's one of the more realistic. Um, portrayals of what might happen in a zombie in a, an apocalypse I as think, well. I think so too. Because he even says that the two guys they were playing baseball together, but they even say at one point we weren't friends. We knew mm. each other, but that yeah. was it. We just we just happened yep. to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, and we got stuck yeah. together. And the the two guys in it, so Jeremy Gardner and Adam Cronheim, are they they Big break right. your heart, they make you laugh. Yeah. They mm-hmm. there's scenes where you know it's a real friendship. Drunk and dances is with, like. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it, the two of them, you know, they go back and forth with how much they hate each other and they love each other and it's mm-hmm. just, oh, it just works so well. It's so human. It's so yeah. like you watch them and exactly. you're like, yes, this is how humans would be together. They'd be. And, and it's very much about their relationship. Like it's yeah. so much about the they're, they're, they're messy the set, and yeah. ugly and beautiful and there is <laughs> there are highs and lows. Like I, uh, oh, yeah, it's great. And it feels like one of those films where what I love about it is, they it feels like what they've done is they've created a world and they've gone but we're not going to tell you about mm. the world we're going to give exactly. you this tiny little sliver of the yep. experience of two people in that world so we don't know how the zombie apocalypse started we don't know really anything about the zombies we not don't do we know, need to we don't know anything about the people from the orchid um which is this fascinating little side note there's clearly a group of people that are getting around somewhere that are some kind of malicious presence they they seem like friendlies but they're they're it seems like out of the walking dead yeah and i love that they force people to work and stuff yeah and i love that we Mm. don't learn really anything else about that group because we don't need to it's just like this is the nature of the world and that's Mm -hmm. what it would be um and it's just about these two guys um possibly one of the most unexpected and funniest scenes in a zombie movie i've ever seen which is the guy masturbating 
to be <laughs> running in the car. I was like, what? We are literally learning, and these two guys, they aren't friends. We're learning about so much. And when he's alone in the car and suddenly there's this just zombie woman that comes out of nowhere and he's got his headphones on, so he's never aware of what's going on. He's not paying attention to his yeah. surroundings. <laughs> they, these two people have both taken very different approaches They're to the handling most different their trauma in this ever. scenario. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then when the zombie was trying to get to it, I remember just thinking, my God, like they really, like they really made a choice with, with her breasts. Like <laughs> yeah, they then, did. the, the zombie then, with the great rack. Yeah. That's literally like two seconds before he starts getting, he gets out his dick and starts whacking off to it. <laughs> I just love and, that he sort of goes, fuck it. <laughs> Cause he's like, what else can I do? I'm least I'm yeah. aroused. I'm stuck with my mate. I kind of, and then, you know, when he's close to climaxing and, and his mate <laughs> blows off her uh. head. And and it's then just laughing at him because and this is what are you, are you about. done? Like, I'll, I'll give you a couple of minutes and walk off. Of it's a human. It's a very human thing. It's a very it friendship is. thing. You know, you find out that they like what my housemate was watching it with me, and he was like, he's eating dog food. One of the characters is constantly eating um, dog food, and I'm like, yeah, but think about it. This is m- months after everything's happened. Mm, yeah. They've gotten out of the city they're in. What other yep. canned food is there? Everything else is gone. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. it's yeah. they're, they're going into people's houses and finding stuff. And what yeah. we find out is they're actually going into the houses of the the friend with the headphones of mm. of his his girlfriend or people yes. that you know he he's trying to be nice to accommodate him, but really he's just trying to survive. Yeah. And and the way we see that dynamic and and mm. him trying to help him learn how to kill va- uh, vampires, kill zombies, <laughs> and everything, like it's really great. But when and he chucks right. him in the room, fucking hell! Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> full on. Oh my god, and, that's and, brutal. Like. Uh, Again, something what, about it that's just brilliant. Like, it's so that scene again. It's so, it's so human because you're watching it, and on the one hand, you feel like you kind of get it because this guy's sick of being the only one that mm. kills him, and on the other hand, you're like, that is such a dog move. Like, oh yeah, that yeah. guy is going to be traumatized. One hundred percent. Or if he gets bitten, you're going to um, take care of him too. Yeah, like, yeah, and, and, that's, and, and that's the thing of it. It's, it. But when you think about it, like, this is not two weeks or anything. Like, they have this relationship mm. where one is looking after the other. And that's, mm. and at a certain point, yeah. anything could. So he's trying to prep him. He's trying to help him. He's trying to prepare him. And he's choosing to not live in the real world. And that's mm. something that we also see through that they're stuck with each other, but they're constantly arguing. And he's mm. choosing to believe mm. in something else. And that's done. But at the same time, I see, and this is why I love this film because it's really nuanced. I don't think either the char- of the characters are depicted as necessarily good or bad. They just mm. they just dealing with trauma they're differently, human. right? Exactly. And like mm. the the guy, the the caveman guy, he there's a moment when um when they encounter a dude on the road who wants to steal yeah. their car, um, and they manage to get rid of him. Um, and he runs away in the field and the caveman guy just shoots him in the head. Yeah. And and there's this moment where you're like, um, the fuck? Like yeah. that was brutal and you didn't need to kill him. And you kind of questioning like, whoa, I feel a bit no, I'd be I'd be feeling a bit anxious at that point being with that guy. So both of them have moments where you're like, oh, like yeah. what the hell? Um but like that's but this is the world they're in now. Well, yeah, and people and people do deal with trauma differently, and every, everyone would be different in this world. Um, yeah. But I I love like the third act, which is basically in the car. The whole nearly yeah. the whole third act is in the car. Basically, what ends up happening is they Brilliant. get trapped in their car, surrounded by zombies. Brilliant! Yep. I cannot believe so how how they manage to 
set such a long extended scene in this yeah. one space, small space, and it was still the entire thing completely engaging. Like even yeah, to the point absolutely. where at the end when the headphones guy and it's so that everyone to, knows their keys are outside the car so yeah, they're the keys are in the, the bushes somewhere because the yeah well, and, it's because of and, the, the guy yeah. talking to the girl at the orchid and then she comes up and she's like you know you just do what you need to do and we'll leave you alone and he's like oh and whatever her name was and she's mm. like well now you've done it and so she shoots ben and then throw, throw the keys into the mm. out into the uh grass if they can't mm. find them and then that's it they're stranded there and the the just setting that like it's low budget filmmaking at its best where mm. if someone said to me i'm going to set the last sort of 25 minutes of this movie in a car you and you'd go really but it's it builds they have the they get drunk and they laugh and they have fun but imagine like it's that thing as they, well where they're in the car and you're hearing they're trying to sleep and you're hearing the zombies is just like uh yeah all at the at the door it's it's great and terrifying yeah and it's like points like just fucking shut up and just punching the walls because they've just had enough of that noise and yeah it's it's just it's so well made and so clever and mm. the you know and it's it's also heartbreaking and bleak but it also it has those fun moments in there as well like it's just it's so well made and you know, I, I saw this one and Jeremy Gardner now, the guy who wrote and directed it, I've started to watch a few more of his films and they're all very it's similar sort of cleverness to it on that low budget mm. as well. Okay, nice. I'd have to look into that. How but did yeah, you I, feel about the very end? Are you asking both of us? Yep. I, um, uh, I liked it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I loved I, it. Yeah, it I liked just, the wow. way that it ended. Um, I, I like that we just, there's no way of knowing what's going to happen to him after this, mm. if, if he's going to be able to get away. Um, it it was, I felt like it ended in a way that, that reflected that, ba- that balance of being imperfectly human that we have seen throughout yeah. the entire film in that even his escape, in his escape he's, He's he's got a bit of a handicap now because he's yeah. he's been shot and he's yep. hobbling away and there's there are these slow moving zombies just on his on his back, um, following him and he's hobbling and he's got no food he's got no yep. nothing what the fuck's he gonna do now who knows that's it like, and that's where I think too for me that that's where I like the the slower zombies just because. In a fast-moving zombie, that scene doesn't work because he steps out of the car yes. and they just maul him. Whereas it shows that he's he's fucked, but it's going to take a while, and he's he's going to be walking until he has to stop, and they're not going to stop behind him. So it's it's that impending dread that makes it just so much scarier. It's so yeah. and it's beautiful. It's just great. Mm. The only thing I will say is that so that that technique that they talked about using to get away from the zombies, which they then revealed was what they did in the house um, of opening one door. And no wait, yes. And yeah, the zombies and all the zombies into one door. Yeah, in, and then you go out another. I would have done it the other way around. So he, hang on, he opens. Yeah, he opens the back, the big boot bit for the yep. zombies to come in, and then clambers out the front door. I would have opened the front door because I less thought what he did zombies, was go through the sunroof. He went through the sunroof. But either way, whichever door you open for the zombies to come in, I would have made that the small door because it'll take the zombies even longer to get in. But the big, when you, you open the big it, door, okay, if you open the big door, then you're stuck there. It's opening yeah. the back door and then going into the front seat and climbing out of the sunroof. 
I guess. Because if so you go back, turn it open the back door, it's going to. You're not going to distract them as long. Yeah. Like you're yeah. you're in your yeah, okay. the side. Yeah, true. Yeah, okay, maybe you're right. This is why I need Elroy. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I'm, I'm sure really you, I'm sure you'd get there, Em. It would just take a little bit longer. Nah, I think I'd die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I would. Yeah. I'd try my I'd try my hardest. I certainly wouldn't be the person with the headphones on the whole time trying to pretend that this world is <laughs> I, not that, can I tell you the headphone thing was driving me crazy because it's just like But even you, but even Ben says you, it to him at some point. They, those things are gonna get you fucking killed, man. He yeah. says it he and ben, tells at the him. End, he, at the end he's wearing them and uh, it's great. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Great film. Loved well, it. Now, last that's that's on that's on Shutter if people want to watch it too. It's yeah, on Australian oh, Shutter. Absolutely. Last but certainly not least is M's choice, which was friggin' awesome. Yeah, yeah. Train to Busan. Um, I uh, had not been, the English version. No, um, I had been recommended this film for a while and didn't know why people thought it was um, so great and was just like, okay, finally sat down to watch it and poor, oh, yeah, bloody brilliant. bloody brilliant. So hit us with the IMDb, Shuri. So it's uh, while a zombie virus breaks out in South Korea, passengers struggle to survive on the train from Seoul to Busan. And yeah. this is, it's possibly one of the most intense movies I've watched in a while. It is, oh, it is relentless. Was, it's relentless, yeah. Can I tell you, like, how long is this film? Is it one hour and two hours? 158, just under two hours. Okay, yeah. it's 158. I can definitely tell you by the 25-minute mark, I was sitting up erect, <laughs> off, literally <laughs> edge of the, hey, man. the whole way through. When my housemate came home from his walk, he was standing next to me and was like, literally, and that was for 40 minutes, standing next to me, <laughs> sitting on the edge of the couch, both staring at the screen, not able to, literally was like never wanting to, t- to move at all. Our gaze never changed. We, we kept going, mm-hmm. oh, my God. My, and at the end of this film, my adrenaline was just, wow. Like, this is what, oh, it was yeah. just brilliant. It's so good. Like the the pacing in this film, it's exactly what you say, Dean. Like it's so good that you can't look away. You can't stop yeah. watching. There's not a single point where where you're uh, disinterested. And mm-hmm. I feel like as someone, I, as a general rule, I'm not, I, I love action movies that are tacky, um, uh, self-referential action movies. Um, I don't. I don't actually like serious action movies because I tend to find action boring. Um, but this is one of those films. It's almost like an action movie, mm-hmm. and it's so good. I was like, no, I am here. I am here for this. I am deeply invested. I. I can't look away. Um, it, it's. It's just fantastic. Um, yeah. And even though you know, and it's. It's probably even more work for. Um, for. Um, English-speaking people because you're, you're reading the subtitles at the same time. You know what's funny as well? No, I mean, that, that, that isn't a problem. Oh, I, yeah. I no, no, no. I, I, <laughs> no, but I just mean it adds to the intensity because you're like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got this off Plex and for some reason Plex made the audio um, the audio French the, and the subtitles English. And after about five minutes I was like, I need to stop. What? And I had to go back and make the. <laughs> and I was like, "This is so confusing." But it was because the audio was absolutely the wrong language. Yeah. So I just went back and restarted. After fifteen minutes, I was like, "This is yeah. beyond confusing to my brain." Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the sense. issue is it, it's make sure you've got the right language setting on the audio, everyone. That's what I'm saying. Yes, absolutely. 
Um, and this is the betrayal is, of of the dead people and the zombie. The way the physicality, they're moving fast, they're mm-hmm. broken bones, not concerning them in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Just oh, added ooh. to the added to the intensity and Absolutely. and the adrenaline rush. And it's the reality mm-hmm. that these are characters that are literally trapped on a train that's moving. So yes. you don't have any choice here. Like they, they can't, are. There's nowhere stuck. to really go. You're you're on a train, and there are infected people on the train. Um, and and we they're on a train. Our story is on a train because um, a father is taking his young daughter to Busan um, for her birthday. I think it is, and yep. he's been a very um, absent father, and yeah. so he's trying to do this to kind of make up to his his young daughter. Um, and you know, you you he feels guilty about the fact that he's been an absent father, and he's a bit of you know he's more invested in his work and everything else and that kind of thing, um, and even just his journey, the way he grows as a character along the way um, is absolutely beautiful. Um, I mean, I think every journey is so, every character's journey in this film yeah. is so well done. And I was truly, by the time he he ends up, you know, sacrificing himself and and turning oh my, in, I into was a zombie. nearly in tears. Yeah. It mm-hmm. really it really hits you. I really was invested in that father-daughter relationship and the the kind of his his redemption, like being there for her and protecting her um, and then ultimately sacrificing himself. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, like, first of all, you've got this on this intense roller coaster of, you know, relentless action and then you've got this, like, hitting you right in the feels, like, as you're doing it. It's just... It's, a, just it's a brilliant film. because we've got all these characters and we, we really do learn about all the characters on the train that are the survivors, like, yes. and, and the relationship they have with each other and what the forms. And we've got pe- some people moving from carriage to carriage, trying to help everyone they can, and another group of people in a carriage going, we're not going to do anything, you could be infected. Like, it, it's it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant film. And we basically end up with only a, a small handful of survivors from the cast mm. that we have. Mm. And watching them be picked off and how they're picked off mm. and how they help each other, it's 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 not only high tension, it's amazing casting and amazing acting. It's, and it's really say, strong. I do love a film that does that where you've got a group of people in close quarters and what and what the film does is is essentially reflects for you the different aspects of human nature in the different groups of people. There are the people who will try to help others. There are the people who will become very selfish. There are the people who will run and hide. There, like, and so you see mm-hmm. all of this um, reflected. It kind of reminds me of um, Snowpiercer. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, film? oh, totally, yeah. totally, totally, yes. totally, yeah. Where the train's got literally different classes of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's. And, and especially when you've got a movie where people are in a confined space with each other, it makes it even more tense. Yeah. And when you're dealing with a train carriage where you have you have to go through certain carriages to get yeah. to the other end of the train, yeah. that makes things even more tense and complicated. Um, apparently now, is there a sequel to this? There is. Um, I have oh, really? heard that it's not great. It's okay. called Peninsula. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's sort of about set. Is it? Some of us is in a lot. It's set in about four years later. Okay. Yeah. So it's not so, not great. Oh, I haven't heard good things about it, but I haven't seen what, it. So are you looking at IMDb? Yeah, it's a zombie virus has in the last four years spread to all of South Korea. Four Koreans in Hong Kong sailed through the blockade to Incheon for twenty million dollars on a truck. So it's just people trying to do. It sounds like a heist, zombie heist movie in a way. 
Okay. I mean, yeah. I like the sound of that. I'm going to be honest. That sounds cool. I'm tempted to, yeah, I'm tempted to give it a look in. Um, That's also like- Army of the Dead that came out last year as well, which is the same sort yeah. of thing, but oh, is made is by. That that, uh, is that that one made by um, Snyder? Is that the one that it's like um, very cinematic? Um, yeah, it's on Netflix. It's made oh, by um, what's his name? Snyder. We, what's his first I name? Snyder. I tried to start watching that. That's a that's a three hour fucking zombie movie. I don't need that three is, hours for is, a zombie movie. Thank you. Do you know Fair. what? A film I've I've never encountered one, but I want to believe that there can be such a thing as a three hour film that is still very enjoyable to watch if done. And right. it's necessary. Oh, Goodfellas good is a this phenomenal movie, three hour movie. That movie is not the one. Like <laughs> no. we started watching it, we were like, this is so indulgent. Yeah. And just Rem- remember what I always say, and people will remember this from me very early on. You get 90 minutes and you need to earn anything after 90 minutes in your first yeah. 90. And after that, yeah. you, I have to be very invested for me to stick around for longer than and, about and two that's hours. that's fair. Like, yeah. And a lot of films don't even make you earn the 90 minutes. Like make no. every moment well, in this that is, film. And that's one of those films. We, Like I said, we started watching it and we're like, yeah. it's just but that's the indulgent thing. Trained and gratuitous. Train to Basan, it literally like. It, it doesn't stop. Second. It's, it does it's literally stop a, and, and, and it's oh, really like I, honestly I wasn't breathing at certain points mm. like mm. legitimately not because I was holding my breath I was screaming at the television and others like there's there's one character that's particularly despicable mm. um, and and even though it is you know the way they they twist it at the end is there's a very human nature part to it like he's not just one note which I thought was really brilliant as well mm-hmm. but I was literally screaming at him through the screen <laughs> screaming like this is a character who is literally throwing other survivors in, at the at the zombies mm. to yep. to protect himself like it, it's mm-hmm. not he is literally the mustache twirling asshole in every cartoon yeah. and then when it flips towards the end where you you do sympathize to him to a small degree mm. not massive not massively. It's it's not a redemption, but you, you <laughs> get to sympathise a little bit. It's just brilliant. And even then, I was just I was screaming at my television. Like when you scream, run, and when you're watching watching this film, I was like, run, fucking run. What are you all doing? Like I'm screaming <laughs> because I you feel like you're there with them. It's absolutely brilliant. And mm-hmm. and the main character which we've gone on this journey with, like Em said earlier, we he, he sacrifices himself before the end. And and it's like, oh my god, like he's been our touch point. He's been our point of view character nearly this whole film and he's not yeah. anymore. It's fantastic. Yeah. I think for me, the the biggest the pissed off I got the most was when they killed off the guy with the pregnant wife. Like he was my favorite character in it. He was the one going to the to the dad, pull your fucking head in, we need to do something. And he was the one who was, you know, not, not so much the leader, but he was the one with the ideas of sort of we can get out of this if we all stick together and we and we yeah. fight our way through and we get through and we do this. But, but we did I, need a sacrifice at that point. And it, it was a very, oh, it, with him, it's a very noble I mean, and you do, I think you do need that for a film to, to, feel, uh, to feel real, to ground it in reality. Hmm. You, you're always going to have to sacrifice someone good. But yeah. what I like is that the fact that the, the daughter survived in a lot of ways, she, she she becomes symbolic of hope at the end yeah. of the film because it's the youth, but what's, you know. It's, even, it's, even right to the end, even right mm. to the moment where they get to Basan and there's a tunnel and they don't mm. know what to do and they start walking through it and we see on the other end there's the military and they're radioing going there, there's something coming through and they're like, can you tell whether or not they're infected or not? No, then kill them. Mm. Like it's, it's like, yeah, I understand how that would happen but it's that thing as well where it's not – 
like if you can't tell whether or not they're infected, we're not waiting until they get close enough to find out. Mm. It just brilliant. makes me think of a movie I watched the other night and it was um, about demons, sort of like a zombie thing but with demons and there was a character in it who was just a dick and at one point one of the main characters kills this guy, who, but he wasn't a demon and he goes, oh, yeah, he was saying something about Hail Satan. Fuck him, <laughs> you know, but he wasn't a demon. He just killed him anyway. He was like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Can I yeah. ask, like, have, have either of you watched the English version of this? No. Would you? No. No. no I wouldn't. Doesn't either. need to. Not no. needed. <laughs> no. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I like, I, no, because do you know what? Um, uh, a lot of, um, a lot of Asian languages, they don't, it's not just that the, 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 um, that it's literally a different language, so the sounds are different. But um, intonation is different. So mm-hmm. um, English, English people, who, English is spoken with a certain kind of rhythm to it. Um, a lot of Asian languages are spoken with a, a very different kind of rhythm. And I think I like to, even if I can't understand what the person is saying, I like to be able to hear the yeah. the character speaking in their language. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and hear. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I I think that's really important. So, agreed. I, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I I I hate the idea of watching something dubbed. To be honest, it's. I'm just tired of them doing English remakes of already phenomenal. Other exactly. Yeah. Like, like, stop. Just don't stop it. With, don't, don't well, hang on. When you said the English version, is there another version of this film? I thought there was. I thought you just meant dubbed. There is, there there is actually... going to be. There is a remake oh, coming. Sorry. No, there's a remake coming. A, a oh, Western remake. Sake. Exactly. No, no, we no. Don't not dubbed. Need a... Oh, sorry. Okay. I agree well, with you 100. I like to hear it in the native tongue. My, or that it's a part. My of. take applies to both of both my misinterpretation yeah. of what you meant and what you actually meant. I... So this film, this film was also at the Melbourne International Film Festival a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was. And ah. went off. Yeah, 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 it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Ah, okay, cool. I did not know that. Um, yeah, uh, no, we don't need a we don't need a Western version. Absolutely, her off. not at all. No, piss her off. off. Stop just it. Like, leave it. A, come up with your own ideas. Put it down, say, Hollywood. Naughty. <laughs> all three of us. What a diverse and brilliant selection of choices for for this episode. I was going to say and, just real quick too. Like, why did I make an why do you need to make remake this film when you've got someone like Jeremy Gardner making something like The Battery? Get him to do something oh, different. Spot on, give him spot give on. him a huge budget and get him to do something nuts rather than make something that's already been made. Stupid. Agreed. Exactly. Also, mm. Westerners just fucking read. <laughs> just read the subtitles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. Stop and being so film- privileged that you won't watch something unless it's fucking spoon fed to you and you can double screen on your mobile at the same time. Like, yeah. just <laughs> read it. Ben has spoken. Boom, Mike dropped. I love it. Love it. <laughs> and I'm a double screener, but when I'm when I'm gonna watch, like, but I still love foreign films, and I'm like, no, you you gotta you've got to pay attention and you've got to read the subtitles because that's how it is. Exactly, and it's really not that hard. And anyone that says it is, is being silly. Look, the only person, the only time I'll I'll make an exception to that is, um, uh, like for example, Elroy's eyes are really bad, and it's legitimately hard for him to read it, even if he's got glasses on. So he listens, Mm -hmm. he he watches the dubbed version, and I'm like, yeah, because it's hard for you to read. That makes sense. It's not because he's lazy. Yeah, yeah. Like most people, he's too too busy dealing with zombies. It's exactly. He's taken up yeah, too much brain Al- space Al- preparing Al- for the Al- apocalypse. Is a, yeah, we need him prepared because no, Alroy is our survival guide. On the ball. 
Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? This has. Uh, I think we've we've said everything there is to say about these films. What a great couple of episodes we've had over the past yes, few days, diving great. into zombie mm-hmm. movies. And oh, guys, I can't wait. We, my God, we are we are just slight to, to use a, a metaphor relevant to one of the films we talked about. We are sliding into home base. We are. We really almost, are. <laughs> it's crazy how fast this month has gone. We're oh, almost yeah. there. We are yep. almost there, guys. I can smell Halloween. It's coming. Yes. <laughs> smell the pumpkin spice in the air. I can smell the pumpkin spice. Oh my god, I can. Now, I it's it's very exciting and we're we're so excited to um finish this podcast up with you all. Um there's just just don't go anywhere. There's some cracker episodes coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, Definitely. there'll be another cracker one tomorrow. Tomorrow. But you'll have to tune in and join us then to find out what it's all about. We'll see you then. You've been listening to another episode of Pot of the Damned. If you're hungry for more zombie movies, why not try The Girl with All the Gifts, Zombieland, or Resident Evil? And make sure you like, follow, and comment on social media at Pod of the Damned at Twitter and at Podcast of the Damned on Instagram. (laughs) 